Hey y'all, welcome back. We have gone through the entire book of Jeremiah and Jeremiah spent over 40 years of his life ministering to the people for God in the southern region of Israel, the region of Judah and Jerusalem and heeding God's warnings were not what they would do. They would not listen to Jeremiah. They would not respond to the word of the Lord. Instead, they continued to rebel against God and they wouldn't listen to the words of the Lord. And Jeremiah spent his he he was able to experience the pre-exile where he was giving warning after warning to God's children to turn to them he went through the exile when babylon came in and babylon actually came in and invaded judah in three different sweeps and the first time it was in 605 bc and at that time is when daniel and his friends were actually taken along with several other jewish people and they were deported to babylon and then they returned in 597 BC, where they deported more people. And then the actual falling complete takeover was in 586 BC. And Jeremiah went through these seasons and he saw it all. He witnessed it all. And as people of God, God breaks our heart for things that break his. And we should be praying, Lord, break my heart for what breaks your heart. And sin breaks God's heart. He does not want to lose a single soul. He desires that everyone would turn to him and experience life eternally and life to the fullest in him. And he desires every soul to be saved. He does not want to lose a soul. So when people refuse and rebel and turn to evil and turn to sin and choose sin instead of God. It breaks his heart. And that leads us into the book of Lamentations, where there's going to be five separate laments of this tragedy of the destruction of Jerusalem and the destruction of the temple of the Lord. And Jeremiah was faithful in his ministry, but the people just would not listen. And they, they were told what the consequences would be when they entered into the covenant with the Lord in Sinai, that if, if they obey the Lord, they would have life to the fullest. They would experience the land and the blessings. And the land is given to them out of the Abrahamic covenant, but experiencing the blessings and enjoying the land comes through obedience to God. And they knew the, the, the consequences of not obeying God, that it would be judgment and destruction. And God is a God of his word, and he will do what he says. And they didn't believe him that if God says he will bring blessings, he will. If he says judgment will come, it will. And he, he tells us what to do in our lives, and we just need to listen to him and trust him because he knows what's best for us. He sees the big picture. He knows what, what the best decisions in our lives would be. We can trust him. And Jeremiah warned the people over and over again, but they refused to listen. And they, they got they sought help from Egypt instead of God. And that got them into trouble. Arab, Abraham tried to run to Egypt and he got into trouble. During their wilderness jersey, they, journey, the Israelites kept wanting to return to, to Egypt instead of moving forward in God. And whenever Israel puts their faith in Egypt, it always ends up being broken and destroyed. And God just desires us to trust him, wholeheartedly chase him with all of our guts and trust him because he has the best in store for us. And with that, we will move into the laments of Lamentations. And the Lamentations is a very poetic, beautifully written heart cry of likely Jeremiah. We don't know for sure that Jeremiah wrote it, but honestly, it fits. Like, it makes sense that it was more than likely Jeremiah that wrote this after experiencing everything that he experienced with God's people in Jerusalem, in the fall of Jerusalem. And 
Um, we're going to go ahead and move into chapter one, verse one of Lamentations. Jerusalem was once, sorry, Jerusalem, once so full of people, is now deserted. She who was once great among the nations now sits alone like a widow. Once the queen of all the earth, she is now a slave. She sobs through the night, tears stream down her cheeks. Among all her lovers, there is no one left to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her and become her enemies. Judah has been led away into captivity, oppressed with cruel slavery. She lives among foreign nations and has no place of rest. Her enemies have chased her down, and she has nowhere to turn. The roads to Jerusalem are in mourning. The crowds no longer come to celebrate the festivals. The city gates are silent. Her priests groan. Her young women are crying. How bitter is her fate. Her oppressors, her oppressors have become her masters, and her enemies prosper. For the Lord has punished Jerusalem for her many sins. Her children have been captured and taken away to distant lanes. All of all the majesty of beautiful Jerusalem has been stripped away. Her princes are like starving deer searching for a pasture. They are too weak to run from the pursuing enemy. In the midst of her sadness and wandering, Jerusalem remembers her ancient splendor. But now she has fallen to her enemy, and there is no one to help her. Her enemy struck her down and laughed as she fell. Jerusalem has sinned greatly, so she has been tossed away like a filthy rag. All who once honored her now despise her, for they have seen her stripped naked and humiliated. All she can do is groan and hide her face. She defiled herself with immorality and gave no thought to her future. Now she lies in the gutter with no one to lift her out. Lord, see my misery, she cries. The enemy has triumphed. The enemy has plundered her completely, taking every precious thing she owns. She has seen foreigners violate her sacred temple, the place the Lord had forbidden them to enter. Her people groan as they search for bread. They have sold their treasures for food to stay alive. O oh Lord, look, she mourns, and see how I am despised. Does it mean nothing to you, all who pass by? Look around and see if there is any suffering like mine, which the Lord brought on me when he erupted in fierce anger. He has sent fire from heaven that burns in my bones. He has placed a trap in my path and turned me back. He has left me devastated, racked with sickness all day long. He wove my sins into ropes to hitch me to a yoke of captivity. The Lord sapped my strength and turned me over to my enemies. I am helpless in their hands. The Lord has treated my mighty men with contempt. At his command, a great army has come to crush my young warriors. The Lord has trampled his beloved city like grapes are trampled in a wine press. For all these things I weep. Tears flow down my cheeks. No one is here to comfort me. Anyone who might encourage me are far away. My children have no future, for the enemy has conquered us. Jerusalem reaches out for help, but no one comforts her. Regarding his people Israel, the Lord has said, Let the neighbors be their enemies. Let them be thrown away like filthy rags. The Lord is right, Jerusalem says, for I rebelled against him. Listen, people everywhere. Look upon my anguish and despair, for my sons and daughters have been taken captive to distant lands. I begged my allies for help, but they betrayed me. My priests and leaders starved to death in the city, even as they searched for food to save their lives. Lord, see my anguish. My heart is broken and my soul despairs, for I have rebelled against you in the streets the sword kills, and at home there is only death. Others heard my groans, but no one turned to comfort me. When my enemies heard about my troubles, they were happy to see what you had done. Oh, bring the day you promised when they will suffer as I have suffered. 
Look at all their evil deeds, Lord. Punish them as you have punished me for all my sins. My groans are many, and I am sick at heart. So here he laments his first lament, and God does not let his children succeed in sin. And and he is not done with Israel. Even today, he is not done with Israel. And the, the faithful remnant who stand firm, we know they're going to be returning to Jerusalem to rebuild the city. But for right now, they are in exile and they've been exposed. Their evil and their sin is being exposed to the whole world. And they're in a yoke of judgment. They're in in rebellion against the Lord and they're being it's being brought to their attention that that they have disobeyed God. They have sinned against God. And even now they can return to the, their Lord and repent. And the Jewish people were, were proud of the city of Jerusalem. It was their capital city and the home of their holy temple. And now it was completely destroyed. But the God is going to gather his city and his temple is going to be rebuilt. And they, God is not done. And But the people were warned that this would happen. They were given warning after warning that this was going to happen. So they should not have been surprised because Isaiah and Jeremiah both announced that this was coming, that this was going to happen. And they even named the Babylonian army specifically that it was going to come. And Jerusalem was was sinful and unclean. And then they were shamefully exposed and people kept on sinning and didn't consider the fact that their sins were going to lead to discipline and destruction, just as God said that they would. And God does not allow sin and he will not allow his people to succeed in sin. And sin promises us freedom, but it really only brings bondage in our lives. It the evil Satan, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he tries to tempt us and lead us in with how beautiful things look or how wonderful it would be to have it. But it really just bags down our life. It bogs us down and it steals and kills and destroys our lives. And Jeremiah weeps because of the sins of his people, but they're not listening to God's word. And then tragedy strikes and God's people looked around to the world for help instead of seeking the face of God, instead of running to God and running into his arms and seeking help from from God. And these chapters all end in a prayer. And at the very end of the prayer, Jeremiah asks that that the ones who brought the suffering on, that they would also be judged for their sins. And God would bring judgment. Babylon would be judged. Babylon would be held accountable for their sins as well. And Babylon would be defeated. But now that they're in trouble, they're turning back to God and they turn back to God's word and they turn back and repent. But if they would have only done so before this happened, they could have saved their city. They could have saved the temple and they could have saved themselves from so much distress and trouble. And they would have prevented it all from happening, but they refuse to listen. They refuse to heed, and therefore they have to deal with the consequences. There is earthly consequences. They can turn, they can repent, and they will be forgiven quicker than they can blink. Just like us, we can turn, we can repent, and we are forgiven quicker than we can blink. Because God desperately wants to forgive us our sins and hold us in his arms before we even ask. He's just waiting for us to ask and run to him with everything we got, with all our guts. He is right there for us every second of our lives. Thanks, y'all. I hope you're having a most wonderful day.